Chill. Hey, everybody. How's it going? So we just recorded episode 99 with uh, Matt from Mass Watches. He had to cut it short, so we figured we jump on before you listen to the episode and want to thank everybody like seriously truly from the bottom of our heart it's almost been a hundred episodes what a journey what a what a what a journey p it's been thank you so much for being a part it of is, that journey is. thank you thank you for inviting me on this journey um 99 episodes wow that's incredible when you said that earlier it didn't sink in until like now like 99 that fast yeah. You know what I mean? So that fast two years. <laughs> yeah. I, I know there's yeah. other podcasts out there, obviously, that that do two, three podcasts or episodes a week. And that's insane. Um, and I have spoken to those podcasts and uh, that is their full time job. Obviously, we have full time jobs and family. So this mm-hmm. is not our job. This is our hobby. So to do it every week. Uh, every well, one one episode a week, uh, four episodes a month is has been crazy. But yeah, you're gonna want to check out this episode with Matt. He's a really humble guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He's from Australia. We we love talking to him. He's definitely part of the community, right, P? Yeah, yes, he is. You know what I'm saying? And and some of the the things that we asked him, you know, uh, about his collabs and um where you see it's coming in five years you know very interesting answers you know what i'm saying and i think you want to stick around and stay in tune for it. yeah especially no, for sure. when, especially when he talks about his own personal watch collection yeah so, and his watch which, which surprised journey. me it, it surprised me it too surprised and, then, me. and then also some of that we don't want to give it away but some of the projects he has in the work very surprising not something that you hear ever, especially from a mm-hmm. micro brand. So I, I think you're no. gonna want to stick around for this one. But uh and but yeah, salute just, to them for uh being able to survive during the pandemic. Yeah, that was you know that was I mean? really so, interesting. Yeah. That was that was that was quite something, man. But uh but yeah I I I hope everybody enjoys this episode. And uh like I said episode one hundred obviously TGV we have that pre-recorded already and that is going to be also an epic one but yeah i hope everybody's having a good one p that's right everything we do is epic everything we <laughs> everything we do is epic but you're going to want to stick around maybe uh something about a, a little giveaway from uh you know mass watch but uh we we don't want to spoil it so just take a listen thank you so much for the support take care p peace <laughs> peace Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of the SoCal Watch Reviews podcast. This is episode 99. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a long journey. Can't wait for you guys. 99? In 99 for everybody to check out episode 100. So that, that should be good, good, a good episode. And this is going to be an amazing episode as well. Uh, with me, P. Ross. Thank you so much for joining me. I missed you in the last episode, man. Yeah, I know, man. You know, Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? I was over the in-laws house. Yeah, you know I get saying? it. Have, having a few drinks and, you know, got caught up. You know what I no, mean? No, no, no. I, I, I completely yeah. get it. And I don't know if people realize this or not, but we don't get paid for this, you know? So this is all from our own uh, time and money and everything. So it's completely respectable for you to want to take a break and spend some time with your family. But uh, today, so we 
this guy, right? So you, you'll do the yeah. intro, but I just got to say that he's he's been nothing but a gentleman since we've communicated. He's been a big part of the watch YouTube community and Instagram. Uh, everybody, every single one of our peers know who this gentleman is in the brand. So that's all I got to say. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll talk to him and get into the, some of the good questions. So, P. Ross, take it away. Yo, right now we have a watch enthusiast, okay? First and foremost. First and foremost, a watch enthusiast. This guy's coming from us down under. It is two days away from the day that we yet. He's in the future, okay? You understand what I'm saying? The micro brand he owns is Matthew and Sons, a.k.a. M.A.S. Started in 2019 by this guy. And right now, we want to show him some love. Give it up for Matthew Francis in the building. Yay, yay. What, what an introduction. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if I'm looking correctly, your clock say what? 1.15. That's what time it is where you at? Yeah, 1.15 a.m. Monday okay. morning in the Woo. future. Woo. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's crazy. Well, thank you so much for... Wait, so it's 1.15 a.m. A.m. That's right. What? Wow. wow. That is that is commitment and dedication, you guys. So he's That's, he's I love you guys. There you go. Oh wow. Oh, Thank you all so love, much. The, the feeling is mutual. And I gotta say, we'll do the risk check and I, I got some things to say. But uh yeah, before we get into who you are and the brand and more specific things, so why don't we do a risk check? So Matt, uh you, you prefer Matt, Matthew? Yeah, Matt's good. Matt's good. Matt, okay, cool. Let's do it. Matt, what are you what are you wearing today? Uh, I've got our uh, prototype uh, burnt orange Arcticus. So this is Ooh. our latest release, our field release. Uh, we've got the sample style, nice vibrant color. That's very cool. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's cool. I, I, I like from from what I'm seeing from you is that you're not scared to do crazy colors. And I, and I appreciate that because obviously in the watch industry, everything is so <laughs> so monotone yeah. sometimes. So that's, that's, that's kind of cool. Yeah, we thought, thought we better stray away from black, blue, and white uh, just a little bit. So just a little bit. I mean, just classic, classic colors, but it's cool when you when you have the ability to play with color and, and just do something different, you know. So I appreciate it. That looks like a really cool watch. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about the other watches as well. So, P. Ross, what do you got, man? I am wearing the damn. Can't, can't see it. The doesn't want to be seen. Something Seiko. Mm-hmm. There it is, the Seiko SNE039, aka the Solar Sarp in the building. Solar Sarp, because his wife took his real Sarp and she still has it. Yeah, she's not giving it back, but it's all good. <laughs> there it is. It's upside down, but there it is right there. There we go. That's cool. There we go. That's cool. Yeah, it looks, like, it looks very much like a Sarp. I got mine right here. I was playing around with the straps, but there you go. I don't know if you guys could see it. Yeah, it looks pretty simple. Yeah. No, green screen gets the best of it, but yeah, cool. Classic, classic. Well, today I am rocking the Matthew and Sons. Is it the JCB, right? After your your grandpa, I put it on this. Yeah, really cool. Vario uh, strap. I don't don't show it more to the camera for those watching because my blue screen will get the best of it. I promise one of these days I'll fix up my background and I won't use a green screen, but I really enjoy this, Matt. It's uh, pretty well finished. If I'm being honest, I didn't know what to expect, you know, when, when getting the watch, just because I 
everybody has the the is it the Eric Kanji correct the the, the dive watch right. and yep. I wanted to do something different because I'm like it's it's cool watch I mean I would love to check one out in the metal but I'm like if I'm going to do a review highlight this brand I feel like dress watches may make a comeback just because Cartier is becoming so big FP Jorn is becoming so big uh, Vacheron everybody keeps talking about this specific kind of dress watch that they that they release so I'm like just like with fashion I think um watches are cyclical and and dress watches will make it come back at some point you know just because there's only so much divers that one can endure right they've been around for a few years now and nothing wrong with sports watches in general not just dive watches and i love them myself but i really think dress pieces have a place in anybody's collection uh, so i appreciate this I, I really do like the finishing 9000 miyota series movement correct that's right. That's right. Screw down uh, crown price point. If uh, if I I converted my 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 Aussie dollars to to regular dollars or to US dollars, two ninety nine, I believe, less than three hundred bucks. Uh, on sale at the moment. That's right. On sale at the yep. moment. Uh, mm-hmm. Sapphire case, stainless steel. Uh, very nice. Very nice. And you provide um, two strap options: one leather strap and one bracelet, kind of like uh, beads of rice, uh, solid and link and solid link bracelet very impressive and this little cool tool i don't know if anybody watching can see it but it's like a double and uh pocket tool right that you could put on your keychain i guess Mm. that's right spring bar so spring bar on one end and a little uh flathead screw uh driver on the other so this is pretty cool i I like the construction again i i didn't really know what to expect but by the way that it screws in and screws out and the way it feels, I could tell the machining's pretty well done. So good job, man. You, you got some oh, good, some good we, uh, product there. The, the tiny time tool, we called it. So right. uh, yeah, just something you can, nice and portable, take it with you. If you look down and see a loose screw in your bracelet, you can fix it up and be on your way. So Yeah, I, I and, think we all need one of those. No, honestly, and this thing, I haven't waited, but this thing is heavy. It's a heavy little tool, so it's not cheap. It's, this is actually a nice little, little tool. But, yeah. uh, three one six. Yeah, three ones. Yeah, you could, you could tell the, the, this thing is not, this thing is not cheap, the tiny tool. But yeah, before we get into other questions, I'm very curious. I know you have the history on your website, and, and, you know, a lot of reviewers have talked about you a little bit, but, what really got you into watches and watch collecting, if you don't mind kind of going through the, through the journey with us? Yeah, well, I've, I've always been a bit of a collector. So, uh, okay. you know, as a kid with uh, Pokemon cards, uh, through, <laughs> uh, then I started collecting uh, like decks of cards, like playing cards. Um, and uh, okay. then Zippo lighters. I'm not even a smoker, but I... I <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah eventually just you know as a young adult in my early 20s uh sort of turned my attention to watches and t- tended to gravitate towards seiko um but mainly mainly quartz um chronograph pieces uh and then eventually um found myself in japan on my first trip to japan and i thought oh, i really should mark this occasion with a, a watch purchase and uh so I started watching lots of uh, YouTube videos and oh, doing no. lots of read. Big mistake. And I went <laughs> down went the rabbit hole. And uh, I decided what is more iconic to get from Japan than an SKX. So I got myself the oh, SKX nice. 
in the Pepsi. Mm. Wow. Double that nine. Beautiful. First yeah. Cool. Beautiful, beautiful. Nice, man. So you didn't get into watch collecting because of uh of your father or grandfather or anybody handing down a piece. You got in it just because you're a collector no matter what. I mean, it's in your genes to collect stuff and you just kind of stumbled upon watches. That, that, that's what I'm understanding, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I think as guys, you know, we, we don't have the same accessory options available to us. You know, watches, uh, you yeah. know, our main sort of statement piece outside of our clothes. So, um, yeah, I just, I enjoy them for their, uh, yeah, where form meets function, I suppose. Really love the mechanics of them. Um, and yeah, the visual aspect as well. So what, nice. what was the watch that you got that made you say, this is what I want to do. This is it for me. I'm in this 100%. I think the, the SKX definitely lit the fuse for me. Um, and you know, I was, I was well down the rabbit hole buying, you know, automatic divers and, and automatic, uh, sports watches. Uh, and then, I took some time off between uh, contracts in my profession and um, was going stir crazy being at home, having time off. And I had these design ideas kicking around in my head for the era Kanji um, and uh, sort of started, started sketching that out, uh, jumped on Google, started figuring out, you know, where would I go to get some prototypes of something like this made? Um, and then, you know, before I knew it, a few months later, I had, prototypes and had started an instagram account for the journey and um yeah the rest was history cool and what year was that that was 2019 so 2019, uh, right before the pandemic huh yeah so we wow. shipped, shipped the irakanji in november 2019 and then within like eight weeks uh news of covid was starting to filter around oh, and man yeah so everything else we've done has been um right in the middle of the pandemic. Well, well, let me ask you something then, because I, I com command you for, if I'm understanding this correctly, this timeline, it's uh, 2019, right before the pandemic, you'd release your dive watch, right? The Air Kanji. Uh, right. and, and by the way, let's just stop there. Air Kanji is a type of jellyfish, correct? In Australia or? Yeah. So it's a, mm. a really small, uh, deadly jellyfish. It's about one inch, um, including right. 10, so it's, it's really tiny. Um, and yeah, we just sort of thought, look, wanted something a little quirky uh, to adorn the case back on our diver's watch. Uh, wanted something uh, sort of native to the Australian waters as well. Uh, and went the Irukandji, uh, which also then helped inform the design philosophy for the Irukandji. So we really went for that, that sloping sort of domed sapphire right. down into the body to try and represent the jellyfish. Right. Cool. No, I appreciate that. So... So 2019, you released that right before the pandemic. But what what happens then? Walk us through that journey because the virus hits, but then you have more releases. So that didn't stop you from producing watches, which is, I'm I'm happy to hear, right? But is that kind of what happened? Yeah. Well, we were so we we received our uh, JCB, so the dress watch prototypes in mm -hmm. early 2020, um, and then we really had to make a decision. Like we knew. We knew the world was going to go crazy. We didn't know exactly in what areas we would struggle, um, but we decided, look, fortune favors the bold. Uh, you got to push forward. Um, so we ended up um, going ahead with our, our Kickstarter for the dress piece and, and managed to successfully fund. Um, 
Our main challenges haven't been production related. Uh, there have been a couple of small delays just due to, you know, movements being held up or, or some freight and customs delays. But the big challenge for us has been postal services around the world. Um, really? oh. Yeah, we, you know, we would have certain destinations that would normally take us six to eight days to ship to. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the very worst, uh, we had individual uh, cases that took four months. Um, you know, so we, you know, being a new brand, we would, we would pretty much wear that and, and get a new piece dispatched via another service, you know, just so we didn't keep the customer waiting. But right. um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I had pieces turning up uh, like 10 months after I sent them back at our address that had been wow. on a, a shipping uh, container uh, all the way to, you know, Italy or Spain and then all the way back. So crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's tough. But I mean, that, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say that was just an indicator. If um, I think for any business, not just you, but if anybody can make it out of the pandemic, which obviously was like the toughest time, especially for you know small brand like yours, I am I'm I'm confident that you can make it outside of the pandemic. And although I hear you know there's other strands of virus or whatever, I I think kind of we went through the worst in my opinion again I, I'm, I'm wrong and it, it goes uh it's individual countries handle things differently obviously but as far as the u.s goes like i don't really see another lockdown do you p i mean no i don't i don't see that yeah i don't see that so i, I guess the point that I'm, I'm trying to make is that if you were able to make it through that i'm pretty sure you're you're good man especially with all the new designs and the support that you're getting so it's only one way to go and it's up obviously for you so right and then not only that i think kobe gonna be here for the long haul so yeah Yeah. we got to get around it you know what i mean so that's it yeah 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 Yeah, no no for sure i mean you you um you talk about different designs and and I appreciate that you're, you're hitting everything from dive watch to dress watch to field watch. And uh, you got a little teaser for like a pilot's watch, which I, I, I'll, like we could elaborate a little bit more on it and I'm excited to hear, but one, one question that I want to ask just cause I'm curious. And I know that we have some other uh, watch brands that listen to the show is if somebody came to you as a, as a watch brand, either a wanting to start a watch brand or somebody that already has a watch brand, what is the number one marketing tool that has been the best driving force for sales for you? Mm. Um, look, to be perfectly honest, I, we are pretty juvenile in our marketing attempts. Like we're, we're not overly sophisticated with it. Um, we'll throw a, a small monthly budget towards Facebook, Instagram advertising. Um, but I, I can't say that that results in particularly crazy, um, you know, correlated sales. Um, mm-hmm. Look, for, for us, I think the most important thing has been from the very beginning of our Instagram journey. Um, you know, we run our social pages. We talk to our followers. Um, yeah. We've built many close and genuine friendships, um, you know, through through Instagram and through Facebook. Um, so I think that we've never paid for followers. We've never done any kind of, you know, um, follower boosts through subscription programs, anything like that. And I think 
that's probably what served us the best, just um, organically growing, building a really supportive group of followers. Um, you know, I know some brands have mailing lists of, you know, 10,000, 20,000. Um, you know, ours is very small. Ours is still sub 1,000. But, um, you know, it's, it's a really genuine um, connected group. Um, and I think that's probably been our most uh, powerful tool. Hmm. How do you feel about uh, YouTube? Um, and I, I'll tell you why in a second. I just want to get your opinion, your perspective from the other side, right? Because we're content creators, but we want to get your perspective from your side. Like, how do you see YouTubers? Uh, and, and I'm using YouTube specifically because there's Instagram, this other, you know, TikTok or whatever. But we're saying YouTube because obviously that's kind of our core um, platform of choice, if, if you will. So has that been helpful for you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think particularly when you go the Kickstarter platform, um, mm-hmm. back, backers want to be able to see that you've you've sent these prototypes around. There's there's been some traction and there's been some you know third party eyes cast over them. So yeah. uh, I, I definitely think from that perspective, um, it helped us uh, probably more in the first couple of releases. Um, then, then we had a more established customer base and we had a lot of repeat customers. Um, I, the, the main way we approach YouTube is really as a partnership with content creators. So, um, what gets us really excited is partnering with smaller channels or, you know, channels that are still really emerging, um, because we're a brand that is still emerging and, um, it's really great getting to help uh, a smaller channel reach a milestone, you know, whether that's. Um, they're chasing down 3,000 subscribers or they're chasing down 5,000 subscribers. Um, and, you know, if, if we can somehow um, help them get there with some cross-promotion, you know, we always um, promote through our Instagram and, and put up stories and, you know, let people know, hey, uh, you know, Miguel's just dropped a new video. Make sure you jump on and give him a follow. Um, you know, and, and we really enjoy that, like helping each other grow. Um, yeah. That's very cool. Nice. Cool. And- I, 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 I'm going to propose something to you and I know this is off the cuff, uh, but, but I, after handling your watch for a little bit, I haven't done the review, obviously I've been busy with other projects, but, but it is coming up, you know, I'm, I'm very impressed with it, but uh, I, I propose this to you and anybody listening, anybody watching, let me know what you think in the, in the comments or, or send me a DM or something, but I like this watch. Um, this is again, the dress watch. Uh, what do you say? Uh, after I put out the review, uh, we somehow work on a, on on maybe trying to gift one to our audience, just because everybody's been so supportive. We really don't do giveaways, to be honest with you. But uh, I, I don't know if you're you're up for again. I don't want to put you on the spot. We could talk about it after. But I I think uh, I want people to experience this watch because it's just above the watch itself and more about the brand. And, and as you can hear, um, Matthew's really. Uh, into not just watches but the community which is super important and, and to us to p ross and, and myself that's super important but yeah let me know what you think if you're game for it or up for it we could definitely do something for for the audience yeah that'd oh, be hot. yeah i think we can we can definitely work that out um cool sure Sorry for putting you on the spot. I just, I just oh, know no. that you're, you're nope. super. He, he's, he's known for that. Don't worry about it. He's known for that. I don't put people on the spot. He's known for that. Don't <laughs> no, worry. I've about never it. asked anybody for a giveaway. I promise you. <laughs> no, no, you haven't. But you, you, you're known for putting people on the spot. But yeah, it's all good though. A little in bit. A, in a, I mean, you know, 
Look, so, questions are, are, are good, right? Premeditated, premeditated uh, questions that we know, but I do like putting getting people's genuine reaction, but it's never about political statements or, you know, things that are very controversial. It's it's always fun in games. So. Right, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, where do you see your watch brand at in five years? Yeah, that's an interesting question. I mean, five years is is a lifetime in in the micro brand space. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, right. Our our first two years um, <clears throat> has included the pandemic, and and as you said earlier, you know, I think if we can survive that, um, it's a great sign of things to come. I, I, I think, think so. definitely in the first half of that time frame, so the next two years or so. Um, I definitely see us revisiting the Irukandji platform with the version version two. Um, I think it's just been so warmly received, um, so much love for that piece, which just continues to humble us. Um, so I think um, we've definitely got the the DNA there for a really great revisit uh, and a and a tweak to a version two. Um, you know, but in saying that, the the version one is still um, so popular. Um, you know, such a great seller for us and and bringing heaps of joy. So. We kind of want to keep that going as long as we can, um, but there'll definitely be a version two on the cards at some point. I think for us then, um, you know, we, we've got a pilot's watch coming um, early in the new year. Um, that'll round out our collection to, to sort of four categories. Um, mm. and, and other than the Irukandji uh, and what that platform holds in the future, um, I think we'd definitely like to have a, a dedicated uh, female line, uh, dedicated oh, cool. kids as well. Um, cause I, I haven't really seen, uh, any kids watches in the micro space. We'd really like to bring, um, you know, a super affordable automatic, um, so we can wow, get that's cool. their first automatic. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Wow. Well, that was my next question, right? So let, let's walk through your current collection and then just kind of see what you're going to add in the, in the future collection. So, uh, if you don't mind breaking down what the current models are and then just talk about the feature a little bit more. So you got four currently, right? We've got, uh, so we've got the Irukandji, which is, uh, that's, that's in stock. That's a production model, the dive watch. Um, okay. What movement got, do you have in that? So that's running the NH35. Okay. And does it have different dial colors? <laughs> oh, <laughs> better believe so, it. <laughs> eight, uh, eight different dial colors. So we started Ooh. with... The black, the blue, and the pink, uh, and then we've done five more limited releases. So we've done uh, a red, orange, yellow, green, and purple, um, and yeah. they're only forty units each. So they're super, wow. super. Um, purple is sold out. Um, I think orange, red, and green are about to sell out. So, um, so they're moving, you know, nice and quick. Um, then we've got the dress watch, the JCB that you're wearing. Uh, yep. We've got watch. five colorways that span two different dial designs. So we've got the sky steel that you're wearing, which is the, the gray and, and sky blue detail. Right. Uh, right, right. Then we've got a, uh, a yellow gold uh, case variant that has a, a burgundy dial. Uh, and we've got a rose gold with a dark blue dial. Uh, and then we've got two... Uh, <laughs> Just classic, uh, classic white dials, uh, one in a, a silver or a stainless case and the other in the rose gold. So uh, and this just is running a Miyota 9000 series. Yeah. 9039. So the dedicated no date movement. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we've wanna, started... wanna... Oh, yeah. 
Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, I really appreciate that because it, it doesn't have a date. And what a lot of people do is they'll use a movement that has a date. So it has a ghost position, right? You say you still feel the date, but you don't feel the date on this because you actually did the right thing and picked the right movement for what you wanted. So I appreciate that. Oh, good. Yeah, no, we really, we really wanted to step away from that, having that ghost position. Um, yeah. And we've stuck with the nine series for the Arcticus, which is our field design. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's a sandwich dial um, running the, the nine series movement. And we've used that platform. Um, so uh, same case, but then changed up a lot of the other elements for our upcoming uh, pilot's watch, uh, oh. which will be um late january early february so um and and we what can you tell us about it name movement is there anything you want to any information you want to you want to release the the pilot design so we haven't named it yet um i I think that's something we're going to um turn to our subscribers uh, to our mailing list um and uh, run a bit of a competition uh get our get our uh, team mass, as we call them, our, our watch fam involved in naming that one. Um, it is adorned on the case back with a, um, with a wedge-tailed eagle, which is a, a large bird of prey here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Australian Air Force actually has a, a, a piece of machinery known as the wedge-tail. Uh, it's one of their um, sort of defence aircraft. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of tie-ins there. We wanted that link to nature. We've also got that link um, to our Air Force as well. Um, and it'll be running the, the 9 Series as well, the 9039. Yeah, yep. so that'll be about two different case finishes. One will be uh, all brushed, um, and that's uh, with either a like a beige sand-coloured dial uh, mm-hmm. or a beige, like a light green. Um, and then we've also got, um, two other dial variants, a uh, sunburst uh, nearly black, really dark grey, and a sunburst dark blue. Uh, and those variants will have some highlights of polish on the case Ooh. and bracelet. Damn. Yeah, cool. Little the option. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. And, and the, kids, uh, the kids watch, uh, you're thinking the automatic, then you're going to give them an automatic watch? Yeah, so I... I we're kicking that around at the moment. We're, we're sort of tossing up between uh, possibly having a, a quartz or auto variant. Um, so we could sort of go either way. Um, but I, I love the idea of um, the 7S26, you know, that, that horrid little, oh, yeah. uh, that horrid little SKX movement, because I just think, I mean, it, it cops a lot of flack. It doesn't hack. It doesn't hand wind. You know, there's so many, criticisms that it gets once you get into more refined movements but so many of us started on an s uh, you know started on the <laughs> the skx um and its movement and the 7s26 and i think um there's just a nostalgia component to that that i think if we could pass that on yeah. to kids would be so cool cool i agree man now, i agree collaborations between watch brands are becoming more popular do you have a dream collab? Because I know that uh, Undone, they're doing a Star Wars thingy and they've done like Batman, right? Then they do Batman too? Right, right, right. Yeah. And, then, and then within the watch space, you have uh, big brands collaborating as well, you know, for like the yeah. one watch or some other things. And it's cool to Citizen see. Citizen did Marvel. Right, right, right. So there's collapse from like a perspective of things outside of the watch world, but there's always pers- uh, 
collaborations within other watch brands where two elements are combined and they right. create like a so any of those collaborations i guess we're just curious to know if there's anything no it's nothing nothing planned uh, i'm not we're not specifically chasing a collaboration i think um i've, I've seen a couple of micros do a, a collaboration more with their own um, their own subscriber base, um, where they choose, you know, go through and choose the various elements of the design and vote, uh, you know, on the, the style, the color, the, you know, the indice shape, um, something like that. I think we, we would look at doing in the future, um, you know, some sort of limited edition run, um, whether that's within an existing model, um, or an all new model, um, something that we might do with our, our closest followers. Uh, but I don't think we would face a sort of branded collaboration. That makes sense. I mean, a lot of the things that you do are so you, right? And everything's Australia. And I see a lot of elements of like nature, like you said, right? From the Irukandji to the the Eagle one, right? The new one that you're going to release. Um, so I think it's pretty cool. And um, something I guess we forgot to touch on. So Matthew and Sons, where does the name uh, for the brand come from? So... My name's Matthew, um, and uh, when I when I started this journey, I really um, involved my son Tate um, in you know those early concept sketches and the design for the Irukandji. Um, Tate actually did an Irukandji artwork that we included as a, a thank you card um, for all of our original Kickstarter backers, um, and he's yeah very much involved. Likes to uh, likes cool. to remind that he's co-founder of the brand. Um, he's, <laughs> no doubt, he's no doubt. He's seven years old, so he, he's not doing much of the heavy lifting, but um, he's, he's enjoying it. And right now it makes, it makes a lot of sense why you want to make a kid's watch. I have a six-year-old, so yeah, he, he I don't want to say he loves watches. I think he likes them more because I'm into the watches, but he has yep. a little Casio uh, calculator watch and he wears it every once in a while, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think it'll be cool. I think you, you, you're heading in the right direction. I know Kara, she used to work for Hodinki. She released a watch brand for kids and it was a quartz watch with like a NATO. Yeah, I think yeah. she did very well, but obviously because she has a huge, you know, following or whatever, but I think what you're trying to do or your idea is definitely very clever. And I think it would, it would um, hit home for a lot of collectors, you know? So absolutely. Oh, awesome. Yeah, man. So sure. you talked about your, um, skx right so you you got some quartz uh seikos or chronographs and then your skx 009 but what else is in your watch collection aside from your your uh, mas watches well what else is in your watch collection so i was thinking that today what what sort of gets the most risk time i mean i've, I've got a g-shock and a few other um sort of quartz pieces that i bought Classic. over the year um but Probably the ones getting the most love in the rotation, um, aside from my own uh, mass pieces, would be um, the the Baltic Aquascape. Um, oh, so okay. Really, really loving what Baltic are doing. Uh, I got the the um, the gilt and blue um, dialed Aquascape. Okay. Um, love Oris. Big Oris fan. Um, I've got the. Uh, the Aquas or the Aquas um, Hammerhead Limited Edition, which okay. gets a lot of for me. Um, that moody grey dial and the little flash of blue, love it. Mm. Uh, the the SKX uh, and more recently, I got the uh, the brown and gilt 
variant of the um, the 63 mass, so the S SPB 147, I think it is, um, yeah. the Seiko reissue. How do you um, feel about that? Love it. So good. I got my 143 right here. The 143? One, one of Beautiful. the favorites. Yeah, 143. Yep. So I went the, the 147, which only comes on a rubber strap. It doesn't come on a bracelet, which right. just kills me. But um, luckily, <laughs> strap, code, uh, strap Code released a, a 63 mass variant. Um, I bought the 62 mass strap code and uh, the end link didn't fit. I was like, no. Uh, and then released the, the 63. Wow. So, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm watching a couple of micros at the moment. Like my next couple of purchases, I think, will be... Uh, I'm on the uh, ever-growing Helm wait list. Uh, oh, I need yeah. A, a Helm Komodo. Um, I am following closely. There's a new Japanese brand, uh, Namika or Namika. Um, oh, yeah. And they've got this really cool, like, neon Tokyo edition looking oh, black yeah. and purple. Yeah, so I'll be, I'll be backing that one for sure. That's crazy. Cool. Yeah, between... So are uh, you in... I'm sorry, go ahead. I was going to say between that Japanese brand and Ming, I almost feel like they, they compete almost in the same space. Very, very similar. I don't want to say aesthetic, but it's almost like a dress watch, kind of sporty watch, right? Yeah, absolutely. So how much are you inspired by these other brands? Um, it's interesting. I mean, I, I would say like, it, we've had a couple of customers say the Irukandji feels to them like, the love child of a, an Oris Aquas and a Seiko bottle cap. Um, <laughs> and like that is, that is high praise for me. Um, you know, Aquas would be one of my favorite watches. Love anything Seiko does. Um, look, I'd say we, we draw indirect inspiration from heaps of watches, right. um, but we really try to keep our own flavor um, in the things that we're doing. Um, you know, we made the decision, you know, we would rather stay true to our designs, stay true to our color choices, um, you know, and, and grow more slowly and organically rather than um, churn out an homage watch or, you know, something that we know is going to sell really quick, but dilute our brand and dilute our right. design. So, um, yeah. Absolutely. I, based on what you told me with your, with your collection, aside from Seiko and like Casio, I see that you go more of the like independent, uh, microbrand uh, route as opposed to what a lot of other people go for, right? Rolex and Omega and Panerai and all that stuff. Is, is there a reason why you just think they're overpriced pieces? You just don't align with them? Like, well, what is it about the smaller brands that kind of brings you brings you in? Um, look, I I think you can get something, you know, more unique from a design perspective and you know, with a higher specification from a micro brand for, you know, the same or less dollars um, that you can typically get a mainstream brand. I mean, I love Seiko as well. I had no issue dropping, you know, what here in Australia is about $1,500, $1,600 on the, um, you yeah. know, the 60 mass. Um, but, uh, and look, my Grail watch is probably an Omega Railmaster, um, the, uh, the brush style sort of yeah. more modern version. Right. Um, but yeah, I just find myself, you know, I, I'm in the micro brand space. So I, I really believe in what it offers for customers. And, you know, I, I look at, um, 
I'll probably end up getting something from uh, like the Monta Noble or, or something oh, like yeah. that instead of the Amiga just because, you know, I think what Monta are turning out is like, yeah, on, on that same level as some of our uh, more prestigious brands. So cool. Yes, definitely what we've heard. We, we had uh, Justin early on in the, in the podcast and super cool guy. Um, and yeah, so we've never actually checked out one of his watches in the metal, but we've heard a lot of good things from a lot of different people and almost comparing them to Rolex, which is crazy. I mean, that wasn't us, but we've, we've definitely heard that the quality is almost up there. Uh, but the prices obviously reflect that um, from comparing it to other micro brands, right? But um, any, I guess, let me ask you about materials, um, bronze, gold, stuff like that. Any any desire or anything in the works for different materials? Not in the not in the short term. Um, I, I think realistically, we will revisit um, possibly the Arcticus and the Pilot models. We might look at a like a small batch release of a DLC coded variant. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, might do might do the blacked out sort of option there. Um, I think definitely titanium is something we will consider um, in the the Irukandji version two planning. Um, whether we whether we go all in and go titanium, whether we offer a titanium variant. Um, but at this stage, I probably just feel we haven't had a design that really lends itself to bronze. Um, I mean, we could with the JCB, but we've sort of already got the rose and yellow gold um, sort of plated variants. So, uh, look, definitely something we're open to, but we're not sort of chasing the the bronze crowd just for the sake of it. Or so when we've got the right design, I think we'll look at it. Yeah, that completely makes sense. I mean, I don't know, P. Ross. Anything you wanna you wanna add? You wanna ask? Nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm getting ready for these quick fire questions. Oh man, this is this is gonna be good. This is gonna be good. We don't we don't we don't know what you what you got in store for us, P. Ross. <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just getting eyes from my boss. I'm gonna have to duck off in a minute. So so hit me with the quick fire questions. All right, man. All right, Do it, cool. P. You being in Australia, Melbourne or Brisbane? Brisbane. Really? You sure? Absolutely. Fine. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just asking. I'm just saying, okay. Cool. I know that uh, Indonesia is a hot spot for Australians to go, and, and it's like a very surf-like uh, culture. Australia or Indonesia? Australia. Okay. Okay. Best All best right. beach in the world. Okay. Cool. Monta or Christopher Ward? Monta. Oh, really? Wow. No, no hesitation there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Last question. Ward lost me when they moved their uh, logo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Now, Japanese or German? Japanese. Japanese? Yep. Okay, cool. Cool. That's it. There, there you go. There you go. Well, uh, Matt, it's been fun. And no, you got to go. Where can people go uh, support you? Uh, they can uh, find us on Instagram. Uh, we're at Mass Watches, so M A S Watches. Um, and our website, www.masswatch.com, so M A S Watch.com. Um, you'll find us on Facebook as well, at Mass Watches. Um, yeah. So definitely. 
um, follow along, subscribe, reach out to us. We're always happy to chat to um, other watch enthusiasts. So don't be strangers. Yeah, no, Matt, customer service is, is, is great with this guy. So, <laughs> uh, P. Ross? Uh, Ross Wristwatch Love everywhere. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Check us out. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, thank you so much. Episode 99 has been it's been a fun one, Matt. Thank you so much for uh, coming on. We'll definitely communicate after the podcast on, on different things. But I am very impressed with your watch. I'm not just saying that because you send it to me. But anyway, SoCal Watch Reviews for me on every platform, YouTube, Instagram. Go support us. And yeah, episode 100 coming real soon. Thank you again, guys. Yeah. P. Ross, Matt, I appreciate it. Everybody listening. Peace. Stay Thanks humble. so much.